Ladies and gentlemen, having made his escape from third world California and, and landing in the bright lights and freedom-loving locale of Las Vegas, pleased to share the fruits of legal immigration, capitalism, news, and entertainment that is serious, but only slightly. Broadcasting live from the Let's Go Brandon studios and sponsored by Common Sense. It's the Slightly Serious Show with your host, James Mitchell. Take it away, Mr. James. All right. Well, and uh, happy to be here. Uh, long time no see for our good friend, Pert, and uh, producer, Eric. Good to see you guys tonight. How are you guys? Good evening. I'm doing well, doing well. Good to see you, too. Or, well, or hear you, at least. One. Yeah, at least hear me. Uh, one of these days when we move into a, a, a decent setting, although, you know, maybe I could uh, take lessons from, uh, you know, Brandon and have a nice uh, fake studio White House, uh, you know. Well, sounds like that's what you got coming to you live from the Brandon studios. Let's go, yeah. Brandon. Right. I just need my fake uh, set uh, like we saw this afternoon uh, at the uh, at the uh, Oval Office or, you know, the set of the Oval Office. Uh, it was kind of interesting. I don't know if anybody saw the uh, little conference that he did, but it was quite comical uh, as far as how how the layout was of his set. But whatever. To each their own, I guess. You know, he, he probably doesn't even notice the difference, to be honest with you. But uh, anywho, uh, Omicron is here, folks. Uh, I don't know if you got the if you got the email or the the text messages or anything like that from the president. But uh, you know he's continuing to go on and you know make sure that you go ahead and go get your vaccines and all your and boost it up as you said this afternoon. And uh, I'm I'm yeah, still trying that to figure works. that. Right, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm thinking, why is it that that we have mandates, federal mandates too? We have you know thousands of federal employees going to be losing their jobs here in the coming weeks. You've already had uh, hundreds of military men and women uh, basically uh, choose to be uh, terminated instead of being jabbed. But the biggest question that I have, and nobody's going to be able to answer it uh, because there is no answer, is why in the first place is there a mandate to take a shot that is not going to prevent you from getting sick? Can someone please uh, explain that to me? I mean, if you could tell me that, you know what, you take this shot. Nobody's going to get, uh, you know, spread COVID or anything else. Okay, then you, you might have my ear. But you have to continue on for the president of the United States. You have Dr. Fauci uh, continue to say, get the shot, get the shot, get boosted, get this, get that. Um, wh- Why? Fauci needs a new pool. Come on. I, I guess. Uh, Daddy needs a new pair of shoes, I guess, or something, yep. right? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and and, I, and like I said, if you're all for going out and getting a shot or two or three or four, or however many you're going to need to have in the future, by all means, I, I don't. I'm not going to uh, look at you a different way. That's totally fine with with me. Well, Do what you want. Nah, I'll keep that to myself. Oh, come I'm on. Gonna, I'm going to say you might look at them a different way when you see that they have third eye or you know, well, yeah. seven <laughs> fingers or something like that because of the that, DNA. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that that's a different. Now, physically, I might look at you differently, but you know, uh, but by all means, do what's best for your yourself and your family. Talk to your doctor. Talk to whoever the hell you feel comfortable most talking to, uh, talking to about it. Um, I did want to play a few clips today. I, I did. Uh, I spent a little time, uh, and you know, I, I apologize for those that really can't stand to hear him his voice. I do have a little bit of Brandon for you, so. Uh, 
I don't know. Hold on tight. We have in hand all the vaccines we need to get every American fully vaccinated, including the booster shot. So there's no excuse. No excuse. No excuse for anyone being unvaccinated. There's no excuse of uh, no one being vaccinated, except for the fact that uh, if you haven't been vaccinated, you're thinking to yourself, well, why the fuck you want me to get a shot in the arm or three or four when it's not going to protect me from anything? But anyways, this continues to be a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Oh, yes. Right, Brandon, because almost half of the people that are in hospitals right now are, um, let's see, they've been vaccinated or they've even gotten the booster. So how is this a pandemic of the vax unvaccinated? Uh, you, you, they have science already shows us that if you've been vaccinated or even if you've gotten the booster, you can contract it, you can transmit it. You could probably do a lot of things with it. Uh, so, no, this is not a whole thing about the unvaccinated anymore, Joe. Uh, until science can show otherwise, come back and try again. And yeah, there are booster shots. There are COVID vaccines, uh, quote unquote, shots available to all Americans right now. But you know what there's not right now that's um, running quite in short supply? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah a choice, nor uh, apparently there's a shortage of tests going around. Yeah. There's not enough tests to uh, you know, even here in Las Vegas, I'm not sure if I put it on the Twitter Twitter or not, but yesterday afternoon, Big Sexy and I, we were going around uh, town, driving around. They have, they're doing tests at the corners of the streets out here. And I'm thinking, I'm like, is this, the only thing I can think of is this. They want to get as many tests done as possible just to go ahead and have those numbers shoot out the roof. That way we can say, oh, my God, the world is falling. That way they can get more control over everything. Well, and they're still counting every positive test as a new case, even if you've been tested for your third time in a week trying to see if you've been over it. Correct. And, and the other thing that's been coming out is, you know, kids that are going into the hospital because uh, maybe they fell on their bike uh, from their Christmas present over the weekend or whatever. Well, they're automatically testing for COVID. So they're going to show even that much more COVID results in hospitals and stuff like that, even though the kid that went to the hospital, that wasn't the reason he was there. Well, and I, I'm really not too swayed when they go, oh, 70 percent of those tested today turned out positive for COVID. You're going to be tested because you think you have it to begin with. So it doesn't surprise me. I'm right. not expecting a low number of positive tests. I'm not either. Um, and, but at the end of the day, I, I, what are the percentages? Do you, what do you, you know, just throw out a number in your, in your mind. Out of the 100% that test positive for Omicron, can anybody tell me what percentage of those people are dying? I, I bet you it's less than 1%. Well, in the, in, the, in the beginning, they came out and said it's going to be a lot easier to contract, but it's going to be a lot less severe symptoms. Basically, sore throat, headache, you know, sound like a mild case of the flu. And then you had Biden's team that came out and was saying, oh, this is going to be deadly. And it's the, you know, what, how did you say it? The whatever of the unvaccinated. And then now they've come out and said again, oh, well, yeah, it's really not all that bad. Right. And from what I understand, I mean, don't get me wrong. I did. Uh, I, I spoke with Lady Me a little bit earlier this evening. Uh, she has told me, you know, and this is obviously just one hospital. Uh, this is not a reflection of the entire United States. But she did uh, tell me that uh, there have been people that have passed away, um, primarily older, unvaccinated folks. 
Yeah. And you can pass away from a lot of different illnesses. I mean, it just depends on what's already wrong with your body to begin with. You know, I mean, yeah, people have passed away from pneumonia and the flu before too, but they didn't lock us inside for it. Exactly. And we'll see what uh, my biggest question though is, you know, uh, Brandon had so much trash talking during the election season about how President Trump didn't do this or hasn't done that. I mean, compared to what what has Biden done uh, so far this past year about COVID? Um, where's all the PPE? Where's all the tests that he should have ordered? Like, you know, he about a month or a few months ago, he passed up on buying over seven hundred and fifty thousand testing kits. But he's got more coming. Okay, oh, we, we're okay. going to direct those to to the ones that really need them, the minorities, the blacks. Oh, the blacks in New York. We're going to yes, get to yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's where those are going to be going to. So he's got it under control. Yeah. If you, by patient. by the way, we'll get to that story in a little bit. But if you're white and you live in fucking New York, you need to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, if you're not his voter base, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. If you're not uh, quote unquote uh, in the, the the right community setting, uh, you're, you're pretty much screwed if you get COVID. But uh, let's see what else uh, our, our fearless leader, our one that barely has a heartbeat, continues to have to say. <laughs> Unvaccinated kids are at risk, yet the vaccinated are going to have a way to protect them. Get vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, get boosted. Boosted. You know, he doesn't, uh, he's pushing for all the kids now, uh, even down as far as ages five years old, to be vaccinated. Does he realize so what it means to get boosted? <laughs> I mean, he's got to watch his language when he's talking to his, you know, his voter base there. Oh, you mean we're not supposed to give our children steroids? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I mean, oh, I, I don't know. I guess you can give them anything. I, I, you might as well. I mean, if you're going to give them a shot, uh, God only knows what else you can give. Uh, but yeah, uh, there's and there's rhetoric right now in Washington. There are people egging on the administration to make it a mandatory mandatory for your school children as far down as kindergarten for a mandate to, for them to go to school. So be on the be on the lookout for that. Well, there's some there's a lot of reason to be hopeful in 2020. I, this is from today, folks. You uh, and you heard that right. There's a lot of things to be hopeful in 2020. There's a lot of reason to be hopeful in 2020. But for God's sake, please take advantage of what's available. Oh, you mean the tests that don't exist? <laughs> okay. Please. Um, and, and for those of you, you know, where, where are all my Biden supporters at? Uh, I know they don't like coming into our show and all that, but I want I want them to. Uh, let me see if I get get the right clip. We've stood up federal testing sites. No, nah, that's not the right clip. There's a, there's a clip that uh, I love. Well, yes, Eric, go ahead. I think the Biden supporters here on Podbean. Um, the reason why we probably don't see them come to the show, let alone the reason why we don't see them, you know, call in is they clearly ain't got the cojones to, to face the truth. That could be. Either that or they're, they're too busy getting jabbed. One of the two. I don't know. Uh, but I, I, mean, I guess they, okay. hey, they probably just want to du double down on, on how Orange Man was so bad. Um, but, but you know what? We love the Orange Man because, um, because he was all about make, making the lives of Americans better, but but I but I guess um, they're getting what they deserve. That, that they do. I wanted to play one one uh, a couple more clips, but this is from last year. 
I'll put in place a plan to deal with this pandemic responsibly. I've already done it. Look, there is no federal solution. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. Look, there is no federal solution. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. Look, there is no federal solution. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. Look, there is no federal solution. We will deal honestly with the American people and we'll never, ever, ever quit. That's how we'll shut down this virus. Look, there is no federal solution. I'm going to shut down the virus. Look, there is no federal solution. So you, you kind of get the gist. Remember, you know, as he's campaigning last year, Donald Trump doesn't give a shit about Americans. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be the one that shuts down the virus. Slightly, can you hear how defeated and down he sounds when he says there is no federal solution? Oh, yeah. He, he sounds he like a man that lost everything, doesn't he? He, he is. And uh, Joe doesn't he doesn't have a plan. Uh, he li- He's lied to every person in this country. Back prior to him being elected, he said he had a plan. He was going to destroy COVID. Uh, so today, it, it's a known fact. Joe doesn't have a plan, and he has no clue of what the hell's going on in this country. People back in November of last year, for those that voted for him, they weren't voting for him. They were, I'll, I'll say they were voting because he had the rhetoric of that he was going to shut down this virus. Well, he'd be in a world of hurt if the virus did get shut down, because then there would be nothing to distract from all the poor decisions that he's making and all the stuff he's trying to throw down our throats now. Well, would he be able What I don't think he'd be able to throw it all down if he has the distraction of covid. Taking everyone's attention away from all the other bullshit that's going on. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. That's his boogeyman. He's got to have a boogeyman. Everybody has a boogeyman. And, and I said, I think I said this on the last show that we did. If you remember back prior to the year that was ending last year, the entire focus of all the Democrats was all about spending taxpayer money, spending the, the spending bills. You heard nothing, not one little peep about COVID or Omicron or this or that. But as soon as the Build Back Better plan broke down and basically went to hell and burned, immediately, here comes Omicron. Is that a coincidence to you, or am I just kind of overthinking? Is I don't know. What do you guys think in the chat? It just uh, sounds very weird. Sorry, um, but um, well, I think uh, you know we 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 don't know what whether to believe it's a coincidence or not, or if or if it. Because I guess, um, you know, I guess everybody, you know, over like the whole Build Back Better, you know, go, going up in, in smoke. I mean, that, you know, I think the, you know, like the certain members of Congress are just having their little temper tantrum. What do you, what do you think, Perry? Is it a coincidence or not a coincidence? As soon as the Build Back Better plan, basically, they knew that it was not going to fly. The focus shifted on spending taxpayer money right, immediately right over to Omicron. No, I, I, no. I, I think it is what it is. I mean, we're dealing with a virus that keeps mutating and it's going to be around. It comes up. The timing may have been, you know, timing may have been suspicious, but no, I think it's just nature playing its course. 
and and you know for all of the uh, liberals out there, uh, what what happened to uh, you know when your uh, president and uh, doctor fraudulent Fauci continued to lie to the American people, telling everyone, oh, get this vaccine, you won't contract COVID. Get this, you're not going to have to wear a mask. What happened to that? <laughs> yeah, now well, now now, now that you need the vaccine shots. Three of them, uh, booster up, take your, you, you still have to wear a damn mask. Yep. Well, you just got to go back to the first and second time Fauci spoke. And I mean, that set the precedence for everything after that. He's going to waffle, flip flop, go back and forth. Doesn't know what the hell he's doing. I mean, right now he is at disagreement with uh, the World Health Organization, which before the World Health Organization was the ultimate word on it, if you remember. Oh yeah. They were like God. Yeah. But now they don't know what they're talking about. You know, because they're saying, hey, boosters are not having any effect. You get the COVID shot, you get the shot, get a booster. It's not boosting your immunity. But yet Fauci's trying to say that it is. So since they go against Fauci, they've got to be wrong. I, 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 all I know is this. I don't trust a word that comes out of anybody that I see on TV's face anymore. Well, did you see what Aaron Rodgers said? Remember, he got in trouble for his vaccination status. He came well, out and he said, if you can't question science, it's not science. I mean, that's what science is all about. Coming up with the questions and trying to find a solution, trying to find the answer. Right. It's, it's, and, it's, and they're wrong sometimes. We know that. You have exactly. to be wrong. That's yep. a part of science. But you know what happens? when, when w- Within science, to continue to allow science to be successful in now and in the future, when something is false, you have to have the cojones to come out and admit, hey, we were wrong. Not one time has Fauci or any of the other assholes come out and done that. They will never, they'll never admit to something being wrong or steering people in the wrong direction. And that is why you have lost Americans across this country's faith in anything that comes out of your mouth. I would have a lot more respect for any of those guys. I don't have to like them. I could have a little bit more respect for them. If they were able to come out and say, you know what, we thought this, we thought A, B, and C were going to go this way. But you know what? We were wrong. All we can do is try and do our best, but this is what we advise you to do. That's what I I've said. A lot more respect for anybody yeah. that would say that instead of, you need to do this, that, and the other, or else. I mean, hell, the administration already told me and my other fellow vac- unvaccinated Americans that uh, they basically wish us severe illness and death uh, this coming winter. And they don't want you treated at the hospital if you show up sick and did not get a vaccination. Well, if I lived in New York, I wouldn't. I, I would be dead anyway. So, <laughs> well, there was there was a liberal rep. I think he was a rep that tried to go to a diner or you know a, a restaurant in New York, and they would not let him in because his four year old was not vaccinated. A four year old was not vaccinated. Four year olds, so they turned away the whole family. Unbelievable. Well, here in Las Vegas, they have uh, the CES show coming up. Ooh, that's a big one. And basically, Consumer Electronics Show uh, 2022, not 2020, Joe. I'd love to Uh, go to one of those. I was planning on going, too. Generally speaking, they uh, get about up to 160,000 people to come and visit during this uh, three-, four-day event uh, with approximately, I think it was like 4,000 vendors, generally. Uh, this week, uh, this year, they've tapered it down. Uh, there's uh, about half the vendors, and from 160,000 on average that they usually get at this show, they are saying it's going to be cut down. They're probably looking at 10, 
the tens of thousands instead. We've got a uh, show uh, towards the end of this month that we have to attend, and it usually brings in about 7,000 people, and we're all kind of waiting for them to cancel it. I have no interest in doing that. Yeah, I I, I don't blame you. Uh, And I was going to go to the show because I'm an electronics guru. I could stay in Best Buys and any electronics store for 24 hours a day. But (sighs) I hate to say it, but you have to be vaccinated in order to enter the show. Really? Yeah, I uh, I was very sad to hear that. Which, like I said, I go back to what the hell's the difference if I'm vaccinated or not? If I'm vaccinated and have COVID, you're still going to contract it from me. So who gives a shit? I'm just saying. I, I mean, I'm not trying to sound mean or anything like that, but. It's almost like the the shot, I don't even want to call it a vaccine, is the new status symbol. Yeah, no, mm -hmm, I hear you on that. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like, it would be the same thing. Like, uh, to me, it would be the same thing as, hey, you can't come in here unless you had your flu shot. Yep. Whatever. It's their their privatized business. They can do whatever they want. Uh, Did you guys hear about uh, Dr. Robert Malone over the weekend? Why do I know that name? Well, Dr. Robert Malone is one of the people who invented the mRNA. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he's, uh, you know, he's been uh, not saying too much kind words and stuff like that about COVID and all that. Uh, But he was uh, recently on the Joe Rogan program. And Joe, apparently, I think he uh, streams live on YouTube as well. And Dr. Malone got Joe taken off of YouTube. Surprise Joe's on YouTube with what he tackles in his stance. I'm telling you. Uh, so the the, uh, the the quote that really got them taken off was uh, Dr. Robert Malone telling Rogan about our government in the United States, quote, about mass formation psychosis over COVID-19. And uh, the article reads, key uh, mRNA contributor Dr. Malone, a prominent skeptic of mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations, suggested to popular podcaster Joe Rogan days after Malone was suspended from Twitter during an interview that the United States is in the midst of a mass formation psychosis. So I'm sorry, maybe it was, uh, I, I thought it was. Anyways, quote, our government is out of control on this, Malone said, about vaccine mandates in the interview, which was released over the weekend, and they are lawless. They completely disregard bioethics. They completely disregard the federal common rule. They have broken all the rules that I know have that have that I've been trained in for years and years. Malone's an expert in mRNA vaccine technology who received training at UCSD and uh, UCSD and also UC Davis, the Salk Institute, uh, and was banned by Twitter last week. Malone told the Epic Times last week that Twitter offered no explanation for why this his account, which had amassed 500,000 followers was suspended. Spokesperson for Twitter told the left-wing Daily Dot outlet that Malone's account, quote, was permanently suspended for repeated violations of our COVID-19 misinformation policy. Can someone tell me, someone explain to me how a guy who has studied mRNA can be spreading misinformation when he's the person who basically fucking invented it? No one knows more than Google slightly. Come on. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's Just true. Just Google it. 
Well, you know, President uh, Brandon and I, he uh, basically said, if you want to f- look for tests, Google it. <laughs> You'll find it. Really? Yeah, I swear to God. Anyways, um, it goes on. The article says, uh, quote, these mandates are explicitly illegal and are, quote, are explicitly inconsistent with the New- Nuremberg Code. That's what Malone said during the, his interview with Rogan, referring to the set of research ethics principles against human experimentation. Quote, they are explicitly inconsistent with the Belmont Report, he said, referring to the 1978 report published in the, real, in the Federal Register regarding ethical principles and guidelines for research involving human subjects. Quote, they're flat out illegal and they don't care. Uh, toward the end of the interview, Malone suggested that people are in the midst of what he called, quote, mass, mi- mass formation psychosis, drawing parallels to the mentality that developed among German population in the 20s and 30s. In those years, Germans, quote, had a highly intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad, Malone said. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety in a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it. And then their attention gets focused by a leader or series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis. They literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. That paragraph that I just read, I guarantee, is the reason why he got kicked off. How dare he explain how human nature works and basically how they, the government, are utilizing this COVID-19 thing to basically lead them, where, lead people across this country any the hell where they want them to go. He exposed the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and we all know that all these high tech, uh, big tech companies are all a bunch of left leaning. Yeah, I, there's many expletives that I could add, well, but it's it's out of control. It really is. Um, it, it's basically a cesspool of snowflakes and Karens, as all these big tech entities are. Well, I'm all about. Here's what I'm all about. I'm all about if you're on that side or on the other side. It doesn't matter. But this, the whole point I would like to try to make. That regardless of what your thoughts and opinions are, whether they're for this administration or against it, I don't give a shit. You have, as an American, a right to basically voice your opinion, no matter what. And these big tech companies, who obviously are giving hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars to all these government officials and are in cahoots with them, just like the mainstream media, that's when you know society is getting fucked. And, you know, as the government takes more and more control, I mean, like I, I kind of joked around on, my, on the Twitter Twitter the other day. You know what would be great is if Elon Musk bought up Facebook, Twitter, and you know what? Just basically shut them fucking down. <laughs> <laughs> He's got enough money to where he could buy it out and just, you know what? Nah, you yeah, don't need yeah. that anymore. That would be that would be that would make my 2020 God, I can't even say it. 2022 so much better. Did you say your 2020? My 2022. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll be alive to see those days. Um, let's what about what the hell's going on in New York? Oh my god. So now uh, you know, if you want to test or, you know, God forbid you or your one of your family members uh, contracts COVID or becomes deathly ill. Apparently, now you're going to be receiving health care uh, dependent on what color your skin is. That's, uh, that's the latest in New York. Um, 
as basically mono, monoclonal antibodies, uh, medication testing and COVID vaccinations and everything else. Uh, they're basically going to uh, determine who gets them. Uh, the white people, uh, explicitly the white people are at the end of the line, back of the bus. And yes, there was pun intended with that because that's exactly what's going on in New York is a bunch of just racist bastards running that city. Uh, I cannot believe it. Uh, I'm sure I don't, I don't have uh, any, I cannot verify that there's any lawsuits formally filed yet, but I guarantee you there should be and there will be. But at, at what point in society uh, do we, st- you know, um, do we allow healthcare to be based on race? At the point of COVID, <laughs> I mean, that's the point. I mean, I mean, if you want to basically, you know, people that are of 60 uh, years of age and older, uh, you want to prioritize them because they're like, you know, more susceptible to dying because of this. I can understand that. But I don't think that COVID sees color. I mean, unless, unless you know, they know something I don't. Uh, <laughs> so if, if we allow this to happen in New York, where, where does it end? Does it continue to happen with anything and everything? I mean, they opened the door basically for, uh, you know, segregation again, if you know what I mean. I mean, this is, this is a, a door opener to that. And, uh, you know, I w- producer Eric, do you know, do you know, I, I hate to say Google, but do we have an, a definition of what equity is? Um, curious to see what, I don't what have a say. definition right off hand. Let's see. Let's look that up. Cause I'm just curious just to see what the, the online search engines would say. I mean, Google would probably tell me something different than everybody else. The, uh, cause they're doing this all in the name of equity. And how one race's equity in healthcare is better, you know, they should be prioritized over another ethnicity, I don't get. But, you know, it's, uh, it's happening. Uh, let's see. Equity says the, the quality of being fair and impartial. So how is putting one race over another? And I don't care the color. It doesn't matter the color. But how is that? You know, how does that go along with the quality of being fair and impartial? Because if you're deciding that a certain race is going to get to a front of the line, that's not fair. And you are being and you're not being impartial. So I don't know. Another uh, definition here uh, from Investopedia. Equity represents the value that would be returned to a company's shareholders. Well, we're not talking. We do make money for the government, as uh, as we know. <laughs> Anyways, I, I just I'm flabbergasted that that's even a thing. And uh, I'm telling you, uh, for those of you that are pissed off in New York, I will tell you that you can try to do something about it. And uh, there's a website. If you go to aflegal.org, sign up for that. And uh, they're putting together a little something something for the uh, lawmakers in New York City. So, like I said, aflegal.org. I'll put it in the chat as well. And, uh, I mean, I hell, even if you're not in the city of New York, I encourage you to go there and fill it all out. Because if that's going to fly in uh, New York City, uh, it could be coming to a town near you. And I don't think, no matter what color you are, 
no matter what you like to identify as, uh, that's not something you want to open the door to. Uh, it's not right. It's it's just outrageous. Anyways. Um, yeah, and I've I've came across like a very interesting audio clip from the Alan Sanders Show podcast, and he's a radio personality here in Georgia, and he has like a 51-second clip that, um, you know, like what, what we were discussing just a while ago, I thought maybe y'all might be interested in hearing it. It's on Facebook. There were people going online on social media, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, who were doctors, who were nurses, who were people from around the world who were trying to come up with any kind of alternative use of existing pre-approved medications to help people be treated with COVID. One of the biggest scandals we still have today is the fact that we never bothered or wanted to support the treatment of COVID. We wanted to come up with the cure. We weren't going to treat it. We were going to cure it. And if someone came up with a treatment and it just ran in the face of the National Institute of Health or the World Health Organization or the CDC, they were going to clamp it down. And you had social media, the big tech companies, along with their advocates in mainstream media, legacy media, all decide to crush any other voices. And you've got the reporter. Um. Well, that, that that first fifty-one second clip, I really thought that was very interesting. But, but I think the, these were brief snippets from like that that were published yesterday and there were today. People going online. Yeah, no, that was good, and I, I just it's, um, credit to Alan Sanders for that. Alan Sanders, okay. And what show was it? What show um, was that on? Um, if you go on Facebook, search the Alan Sanders show. Oh, the Alan. Okay. I'll uh, definitely uh, check that out. Because uh, I, th- I think he might have some very good, like, like, um, like audio clips that you might be interested in listening to and some good articles, you know, you know, he, like he works for two d- different radio stations here in Georgia, but I won't name what they are, but, but he's like a radio and podcast personality. And I, like I said, I thought that one was really interesting. and. The title of it is Social Media is Today's a Digital Town Square. Oh, okay. I like that. That's a good, uh, good title for that. Hey, Jess, I just want to uh, shout out to uh, Jess Doc. It's been such a long time since I've seen you, Jess. I missed you. Apparently, there's another Jess floating around on Podbean, so I don't know. That, that Jess is friends with the Real Patriots Voice podcast. Oh. Um, well, we like our Jess Doc better anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, uh, that's what's, uh, basically what's been going on. Um, I don't know any, any, uh, other news, uh, pert that you have. Uh, we're all doomed. <laughs> I know. Do we get at least one more year? I mean, what, what do you think we sh- should expect? Are, are things going to get better? Are, are prices going to go down? I, th- I think over the past two years, what we should come to, uh, expect is nothing. I mean, no, I don't, I don't see prices going down for at least two more years, oh. if not even after, you know, until after yo-yo's out of office. Cause he just, he contributes too much to the cause. Well, I have a question for you and I have uh, one, one last clip. I think, I think it is 20,000 and, and, uh, I'll just, and this is going to be my last clip of Joe tonight. I promise. <laughs> 220,000 Americans dead. If you hear nothing else I say tonight, hear this. Anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. Uh, you guys remember him saying that.
right? Yeah. What's his count versus Trump's count? I think his uh, count for, I think it was January 20th of 2020. Or no, 2021 to today, through today. 460,000 Americans have died from COVID-19. 460,000. Wow. Uh, and who's in charge in the last year? Um, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you, Joe. Remember, I know you said let's go, Brandon, uh, on your little phone call with your wifey and all that. But uh, you are the leader of this country, and you have more deaths on your hands from COVID than Donald Trump did in 2020. And you, at the time, prior to becoming president of this country, remember the guy who says, I'm going to crush COVID. I'm going to. It's going to go down. 460,000 deaths of Americans, Joe. Interesting, isn't it? I would love for him to follow his own advice for anybody. I mean, this was, he was saying 200,000 plus shouldn't be the leader of a nation. You got hey, hey, we, we agree with you, Joe. We agree. We yeah, please, by all means, Joe, take your own advice. I'm sure there's a lovely beach in Delaware somewhere that you can take your mask, you can take your wife and just go relax. You would be happy. Americans across this country would be definitely happy. And life would go on. What do you think? You think there's any chance of us getting Joe to retire? Michelle. Sure. Let me think about it. Hold on. Guess not. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, AOC, uh, you know, she was making some news. I heard she uh, paid your uh, state a visit there, Pert, after giving Ron DeSantis so much crap about, oh, oh, it's terrible. They don't mask and all that. And she sends her happy ass down there to go party it up for New Year's. Interesting how they like to party in the oh, Florida, isn't it? It, it is. It's a she horrible state. She didn't have a mask. And apparently she was she was bothered. Uh, and apparently she, she claimed she was bothered because of her sexiness. <laughs> like, oh God. Really? Yeah. All the conservatives are, uh, upset because they can't have sex with her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They can't, uh, they can't do her and, uh, God forbid, um, she is really something I'm telling you. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm just going to leave it alone. Cause I don't really have two kind of words for her. Uh, I mean, either we've joked around a lot about, you know, her retiring and going to create an OnlyFans account and all that. But she's uh, she's got a stick up her ass. We'll just I'll just say that she thinks uh, I think she thinks she's God. Do you get the feeling of that? That her stink? Yeah, she she does think she's untouchable. That's for sure. Please tell me that you think you agree with me that she has no shot at becoming the Speaker of the House anytime soon. Well, hey, we we also said Biden did not have a shot at becoming the president. So, you know, Mm. strange things happen in politics. We see that. That's true. Hold on for a second. Hmm. I'm eating an artichoke. And I don't want to, you know, when you get to the bottom of it, you don't want to eat those little spiky little stems. Oh, no, those are, yeah, those are bad. Yeah, if I ate one of those, we'd probably have to end the show. <laughs> yeah, the fuzzy part gets you too. It just dries out your mouth. You eat the wrong part of the bottom. Yeah, it does. Ugh. Anyways, 
No, uh, no, we do not have, uh, unfortunately, don't have time for trivia tonight there, C. Uh, we got to get out of here in about 10 minutes or so. We have a uh, Zoom call, Zoom meeting for the business back home in San Diego. Well, I guess I shouldn't even say home anymore. But anyways, I just wanted to jump on here because we haven't been able to, trying to at least do once a week. And uh, today was perfect timing for that. So our or you never know, we could probably try to push for a special trivia show later in the week or this, this weekend. That we can try. Uh, I can't guarantee anything, but definitely we can try to do that. Maybe maybe on a, on a Saturday or something. Yeah, yeah uh, but um, ho- hopefully we're not competing with, with Spanky's show on Saturday. Spanky has a show on Saturday? I, I think it's supposed to be like a, mu- a music show. I guess he's giving Chris Unplugged a a little break of some kind. Um, you know, he'd probably have to tell you all about about it next time you talk to him. But, but hey, Beans and Weenies is on tomorrow night, though. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I've been. Uh, but he'll he'll probably explain it. Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll yeah we'll check it out, see what's going on, and uh, we'll get to some trivia. We'll do some trivia. I know you guys. Uh, I've missed your trivia and all that. Um, hey, I've got three games locked and loaded. Um, hey, um, don't threaten one. us, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> don't threaten us with a good time. Ah, yes. All right. All right. Oh, speaking of Jeopardy, I watched Jeopardy for the first time since Alex Trebek wasn't on the show. I don't know. Some chick. I don't even know who the hell she is. My Embiolic. My Embiolic. I was thoroughly bored off my ass watching. (laughs) She does not belong as the host of that show. I'm sorry. Like they used to do it on SNL. When they had Norm Macdonald on there playing Burt Reynolds and all those other ones, th- those were hilarious. I mean, if somebody gets the uh, the question, or who's going to play Sean Connery? If if they if someone if one of the contestants gets the answer or the question incorrect, all she does is say no, no. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> like, do you have like any like entertaining qualities about she's you? Very stern. She is. Well, she's she's a neuroscientist. She's got a degree. Well, see, that. that's the problem, though. A lot of people, and I'm not going to say everyone, because I have Michaela in my head still, years later. But a lot of people who are like really book smart and stuff like that, they're like the smartest people on earth. But when it comes to a personality, they're just very dry. Well, I and watched a few minutes with Ken Jennings as host, and it was pretty good. I mean, I, I think he would do better the more time passes, you know, because he'll loosen up and, and get comfortable in it. Well, I'm up for seeing anybody else uh, host the show. I, I have is she like the permanent person now? I don't know what's going on. I, I think they kicked. You know, the Levar thing is gone now, and it's changed so much. I have no clue. Eric, do we have any update on who's the uh, full time host of Jeopardy? Or are they still searching? I think it's the, they're still rotating with Mayim Balik and um, Ken, Ken Jennings. Um, I don't know whether whether or not they are going to revive that. But but I really think what happened with Jeopardy is, um, and I'm sure y'all would agree that, you know, when they were doing that whole, like, rotation of, like, the, co- like the host after Alex Trebek died and then, then Mike Richards, it, you know, naming himself, you know, as the host before, before Sony later fired him. Yep. You know, I think Sony literally just shot themselves in the foot. We know who would be great for that. But they probably would never do it to begin with, and I don't think they would have very long to do it. William Shatner. Oh yeah, 
That would be. Oh fun. yeah, I think he'd be awesome in that. Uh, he would be good. Um, if, if they were going to start like back to doing those those ro- rotating hosts, I mean, I'm surprised that you know, like Sony hasn't g- given an invitation for Judge Judy to do two weeks worth of shows. But I don't oh, know no, how Judy she would down. go over. But but That's I doubt she church. would want to be the permanent host. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> That's my sentiments. I don't know. Um, does we're not going to even touch on the the best quote unquote female contestant. That's historic and heroic. I don't know how they're heroic, but anyways, I'm leaving that whole thing alone. Isn't the current uh, champion? He's been like there for like 25 days, and he's won over a million dollars so far. I don't know his name, but that was the guy who I watched the other day. Unless it was a rerun, but anyways, they need to do something with Jeopardy. Um, I don't know. I, I I guess I'd be more apt to watch Prices Right with Drew Carey, as much as it hurts me to say that, than I would with Jeopardy. With whoever symbolic or whatever her name is. Well, um, I, and I you know, Will Fortune's not going to be the same. And Will Fortune's not going to be the same after Pat and Vanna leave. Yeah. You know what? I'm starting to think that, you know, when these, his, you know, his, and I'm going to say it, historic television hosts, you know, Bob Barker, you know, Alex Trebek, Vanna White, and Pat Sajak, I mean, no matter what, their show will always be when you bring the name up of those shows. It's always going to be mm-hmm. synonymous with those characters. Yeah, Match Game. Who do you think of? Oh yeah, I, Gene Rayburn. Uh, Gene Rayburn. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about uh, what about uh, Family Feud? Richard Dawson, right? I think it. Would, yep. Richard Dawson. Yeah, Richard Dawson. But but like if you think about even like the daytime talk shows, like like when whenever you watch Sally Jesse Raphael, are you could remember was the out of control kids and teens that would come on her show or yep. whenever, or like Oprah Winfrey, you know, you know, you'd probably be like, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car, you all get a car. Oh yeah. Keep her away from the white house, please. Oh, and some of those shows is <laughs> you get a paternity test. You get a paternity right? test. You all get a paternity uh, test. Maury Povich. Maury Povich should come back, come back on the air and say, you get a COVID test and you get a COVID test. Hey, if it and if it was Jerry Springer, um, it would probably be be the fist fights, of course, and the audience chanting Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. You know what? You should have Jerry Springer come do a, a new show, and have Donald Trump and Joe Biden on the show. <laughs> well, that I would pay. Well, and I pay already me. have a feeling also with the current talk shows. We know Ellen is going away after 19 seasons, and and I hear it's not looking good for Wendy. But Wendy's famous for her. How you doing? Hey, hey, how you doing? Uh, John says, uh, remember when Chris, or not, not Chris, Chuck, Chuck Woolery. Not Chris. Chuck Woolery hosted Real Fortune. I don't remember that, but I always remember him. Uh, he used to do Love Sc- Connection. Love Connection, yep. and I think he did Scrabble. Yeah, he did Wheel of Fortune for a while, and Love Connection, he'd be, you know, we'll be back in two and two. Who did uh, Tic Tac Toe? Do you remember the old Tic Tac Toe? Uh, that wasn't Wink Martindale, was it? Wink Martindale, yeah. yeah. Very good, Pert. Wow. Well, Hey, Show your the answer. original password was <laughs> Alan Ludden and Betty White. Yeah, and we're still bummed about Betty White not making right. it to her 100. Here you go, Tattletales. Who was the host of Tattletales? Oh my God, I never, I never. Oh, heard of John it. got it. God, John, you typed that for even said it, didn't you? Wow, that was before my time. I think. I don't. I don't know. How about pr- how about press your luck? I remember the show, but I don't remember anything about it. 
Oh, it was a fun show. They brought it back, but it's not the same as it used to be. Yeah, there, uh, but there will never be a newlyweds game with the original host. The newlyweds. Who was the original of that? Um, oh, gosh. Bob. Uh, Eubanks? Yes, Eubanks. Oh, I remember. That was the, I think that, one, that show has my all-time favorite clip. Where was the most interesting place you ever made That's whoopee? Nice. Yeah. In the butt, Bob. What, Bob? <laughs> she was serious as could be. She wasn't oh, trying to be funny. That was that's the best ever clip. Oh gosh, in, yes. In game show history, in my opinion. Yeah, honey, honeybee loves watching those bloopers on that. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I, Big Sexy would probably do well in the supermarket sweep. Yeah. Oh I, yes, he would. What was that one uh, stupid show on uh, Nickelodeon? Oh, which one God. yeah <laughs> it was a skinny white guy who hosted it um and they would be just be a mess oh the guy with the the big nose um gosh darn it oh my god um yeah he didn't really go on to do anything after uh, that double dare yes double dare yeah that's it yeah he didn't do uh, um, other fame and fortune or there was like when ben stein's money that that was another game show back like 20 years ago Oh yeah. Or yeah, you really think that was or another money. popular kids game show, Where in the World is Carmen, Carmen San, Diego. San Diego? Remember that? That was on PBS, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, there you go. Oh, B- I love the Chief oh. and Greg Lee. All right. What what children's show had the zip code 02134, Eric? Oh, that's a good one. I don't know. Ooh. And you're watching Mark It, it would have to be in like New England. Yeah, it was Zoom. The OOM. Oh, wow. Wow. I, I'm very surprised BP got Mark Summers right. That was pretty good. Did you uh, duck, duck, go that? I think you did, but. What was the one computer game? I think the first ever computer game I ever played was uh, Oregon That's Trail. What I was going to say when you go, what was the one computer game? I remember that in school. Mm-hmm. That was a fun little game. Oh, John uh, played Pong. That was the first ever video game ever. Yeah, that wasn't even, computers weren't even out yet. <laughs> bink, bink, bink. Uh, that's true. It's the only sound effect it had, I think. The uh, right. Hey, Robert. Hey, Robert. We are uh, kind of wrapping up here in the next couple of minutes. I do have a Zoom call. They're actually calling me on my phone right now, but I'm going to ignore it for a couple They're going to tell you how much money you made this uh, past uh, month? Is that what I, I, I hope so. I hope it's, uh, hope it's a nice whopping load. Um. But tonight, as we leave, uh, I just want you to think of this as the Biden administration is trying to tell you to vaccinate your children, no matter how old they are. I mean, keep in mind, folks, these these kids, there's like a zero, the stats that I saw earlier today of dying from the Omicron is 0.00% to 0.02% for kids. And you have an administration that thinks they know what's best for your child better than you do. This coming from a man who's the president of this country, you, you really want to take advice from a man whose son is making billions of dollars overseas in China, doing lines of coke. Is that really the man you want to uh, have telling you what to do with your children so that you follow suit like his own kid? Anyways, they always say, always uh, do what you feel is best for you and your family. Talk to your doctors and all that. 
don't let the virus freak you out and stop you from living your everyday life. Everyone's going to get through this. Just try to make the best of it. And uh, whether you're vaccinated or not, treat everybody kindly with respect and all that. That's all I can say. But uh, make sure you follow us over on the, not the fascist book, but over on the Twitter Twitter, uh, over on Twitter, slightly serious. In addition to one of these days, probably back in March or May or something like that, we'll be back on DLive and all that. And otherwise, you could always reach out to us over at slightly serious show at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, hate mail, or whatever you want to rant and rave about. You're always more than welcome to do that. As uh, we'll try, like I said, we'll try to do at least one show a week mm-hmm. just to kind of get in the groove of things and all that. And uh, I appreciate everyone joining us live. Um, you that are downloading the content from whatever podcast service you'll enjoy. We do appreciate that. And uh, we'll go around the table, see, uh, get some final thoughts. Producer Eric? Well, and John Gale brought it up in the chat asking, like, are you on Getter? Um, it's like a conservative alternative to Twitter. Um, and even Joe Rogan is convincing people to consider, you know, getting on Getter today. And, you know, John DeVito and, and Jeremy are over there and even some of our Freethink friends and, and John Gale as well. So if you're not on Getter, to, today might be, be a good day to consider signing up for that. Good day to get her done, right, Eric? Get her, get her done. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll take a look at that and all that. Uh, I know we're going to be. Uh, I'm. Ha- I have a meeting with a, a couple of the podcasters in the coming days, and uh, kind of uh, mm-hmm. collaborate and see what we can do to try to get to extend our reach and see what we can do. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Pert. Well, other- and um, um, one more thing. Like, um, if, if you want to go ha- go to an event that um doesn't require a COVID shot, um the in March, um, the Free Think friends are, are are planning a meeting, and and you have got an invitation to attend that slightly, along with John DeVito and Jeremy and Mike and a couple other podcast friends that might be interested. Pert, you're not you're not allowed to come. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, he, uh, he would be he'd be open to it. I know. I'm just giving Pert a hard time. All right. I appreciate that, producer Eric and uh, Pert. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Yeah, you know when the time comes and good Lord calls me, I want to go nice, peacefully, quietly in my sleep. I don't want to be screaming and crying like my parents' passengers were. (laughs) (laughs) If you didn't get that, just hit the rewind button. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get (laughs) Took a sec. It did. I had to kind of think about that. Um, I don't know. Uh, Last thoughts from Las Vegas. Every day is a gamble, folks. <laughs> that's that's all I can say. Uh, every day we take a step outside of our home, you're risk you're risking your lives, whether there's COVID or not. Live each day as though it might be your last, and enjoy life. Reach out to the ones that you love. Let them know you love them, and say hi to a neighbor once in a while, even if they are pounding their damn foot on the on the ceilings above you. Uh, until next time, I hope you have a blessed rest of your evening, and uh, we'll see you next time. And thanks again for listening. Good night, everybody. God bless. Night all. Later, everyone. Thank you for joining James today. And as always, this show made possible by you, the most beautiful audience on the planet, and by the generosity of the idiot in chief. Let's go, Brandon, from the free state of Nevada, wishing you Biden free dreams and capitalist wishes till we meet again.